After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. Hey guys, this is Aaron with After School Special Podcast. Content warning. This following podcast episode may contain material that might be harmful or traumatizing to some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It says Um, most of our engagement is because YouTube is suggesting our videos. I don't know why all of a sudden they're doing that. I I have no idea. Maybe Because I think it has something to do with the nostalgia factor. It's so... What I thought, and my brother actually made a good point, is they are trying to lighten it up a little bit. There's so much bad in the world right now, and we're something that you can listen to to you know uh, make you feel good. You know, listen to it while you're on your drive to work, and while you're having your I don't know your biscuits and oatmeal in the morning, or while you're hitting your kids. Whatever you want, it's good. This is After School Special yeah. Podcast with Aaron and Don. No Jonathan tonight, but it's just me, my best friend. We got some suds. We drinking, and uh, we're going to shoot the poop and uh, get the scoop. Scoop, scoop, scoop. Okay. Shoot the poop. Get the scoop. Get the scoop. <laughs> um, I watched last night the documentary "Another Murder Porn." Well, it was a murder porn. You get that reference? Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. It's true crime. Yeah, yeah, true crime. And What'd you it, watch? It was called. I never heard of this man in my life, but it was called Henry's. God, let me, let me. I gotta get this right because. Is gonna is gonna really Jimmy Savile. I never heard oh, yeah. of this man. Never heard of him. I brought him up on the podcast before. On our podcast? Yeah, Jimmy Savile. <laughs> yeah, in two thousand. What was it? Two thousand twelve is when it all came out, and all the multiple people over four hundred people. Yeah, demolished. I, I think I just brought it up because I'm always talking about Hollywood pedophile rings and stuff. And this was like a big pedophile ring. This actually, what they don't talk about is how it involved even more so the royal family. Like Prince Andrew, little guy that was hanging out with our, uh, our, I don't want to say. Wait, 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 wait. So first of all, let me, let me get into the documentary on Netflix. Did you, did you see that? Yeah. hundred percent. I thought it was excellent. Oh, okay. I saw it last night. Creep me the fuck out. Yes. Cause you want to know what's so creepy about it. Even though, cause it said what the British horror story. Is that what it, what the title of it? So or something. Yeah. Something like that. So, some, so I already knew going in. Okay, this guy is probably going to be do some fucked up things. But as yep. all documentaries do, they always show like the side that everybody else saw. So the side that I saw was, wow, this guy is kind of cool. He's hanging out with the Beatles. He honestly looks like Ric Flair before Ric yeah. Flair. He he, like this guy looks like from he's from the future. And uh, then wait, 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 wait. You thought he looked like Ric Flair? What, like nature hair? boy Ric Flair? With the blonde hair. Like, dude. That's the only thing. Why? 
you think white people all look the same, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was flamboyant. He had a certain way of talking. Do I look like Richard Gere? Well, now that you mention it, I mean, I didn't want to say anything. No, we who do we who do we call you? We call you. Um, damn, my brother always called you this, but who cares? Was it, it wasn't Ryan Gosling? Yeah, it was Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yes, thank you. Oh my God, I'm you're so not old. the only person. Hey, the other people that have said it have all been black. Have you leaned into it? I would. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I loved it. You should. But my point is, I watched this documentary, and I'm like. Dude, unless they tell me that this guy is murdering babies, like, this guy seems cool as hell. And then it was and like... You come to find yeah, out. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. I'm so glad I didn't... <laughs> I'm thinking, like, this guy is from the future. Who is this guy? And There's then, a lot of stuff that they did not talk about in that documentary. I'm sure they didn't. I'm sure they didn't. Which I was completely surprised that they didn't implicate the royal family more. Like, Prince Charles... And then what is uh, Prince Andrew who hung out with what's his what's his nuts? Um, the Duchess? I don't know. Ooh. No, no, no. The uh, the dude that hung him that hung himself. I put in quotations. Hung himself. <laughs> shit. What's his name? I don't know. This sounds like some Bridgerton type shit. Like some Bridgerton. <laughs> did they did I say Bridgerton? Trafficking in Bridgerton? I don't know. I barely remember that show, even though I did watch the first season. Didn't you? It's all right. I thought it was like another another British show. Like, no, like it a, was no, it was nothing like nothing as scandalous as as this shit. But you said, okay, let me back up. So this guy was a disc jockey, mm-hmm. and just like manifest, it seemed like that's the only issue I had with this documentary. It was like, okay, I get that this guy is flamboyant, he's mm-hmm. charming, but it didn't necessarily show me or tell me. The process of how the hell did he get this job? Like, did yep. he have expertise in this shit? Like, who's the one that like saw him and said, "You know what? I want you to be the disc jockey." I, I make- think it's just like most life; it's just a matter of luck. I, I think that's kind of what they made it sound like, is that he was doing this and he kind of was, you know, back in the day when they were doing like the pirate radio, they were on the ships and whatnot in the sixties. He was, I think, he had something to do with, with that, like a forefront where he pushed pop and rock and stuff like that with the Rolling Stones and the Beatles and all that. But I think that's how he was kind of implemented. And then he started doing the kids shows. And around that time, he was still doing charity work and whatnot. And you could see how much like he did a shit ton of charity work. But that was also to kind of, I don't know, atone for the, you know, the buggering, as they say in uh, jolly old London, the buggering that he did to all the fucking children. And you, yes, in a tone for it, it sounded like the way they framed it is that he's atoning for his sins by doing all these marathons. Because in the documentary, you you saw in the stock footage of several reporters is like, "Wow, man, you you do you like punishing yourself? It seems like you're punishing yourself doing all these marathons." And it, he would never explicitly say why he takes this route to raise yeah. money and then it's, you know his brother was caught in 2007 doing the same thing they didn't mention that they didn't really mention his siblings at all i had to look that up like how many siblings he had mm-hmm. and also he was credited as the first disc jockey to use two turntables in order to keep the music running i thought that was kind of like wow i, I didn't know he was is the one that they think 
invented that. That's kind of cool, but for a bad person. But I don't know, man. The, the whole fucking thing, disgusting. It blew me away. And then once you like, once they like spliced together all his interviews of him saying some like, he's basically the kind admitting of it. what's that? He's basically admitting yes. to wrongdoing, and he he can get away with it. He, yes. It's more or less like, please make me stop doing this and it, well no i'm not even going to give him that credit i think he was more devious than that I no think i think he got off by like getting yeah. away with it he got off on that yeah 100 well do you think mr rogers just to get into like tv personalities because you had jim will fix it and mr rogers doing that type of shit 100 percent. i would never see that happening mr rogers oh, like you better not pull mr rogers don't, don't kill my childhood aaron no no i'm not i'm not doing anything i'm saying mr rogers is like legit 100 percent, like the end-all be-all good host like he was in it to help kids where you have jimmy Savile, who was just trying to literally not help them well it man that and just the sh- destroying these people destroying mm-hmm. them and yeah. it wasn't just young girls he was doing it to everybody said did you see that five to 75 75 man yeah 75 damn he i man and not to bring up cosby but it makes his shit look still bad but as far yeah. as number wise to kind of paraphrase what dave Chappelle said like he's he really was putting up Steph Curry numbers. Like, Jesus Christ. How do yeah. you have... That's like eight eight victims a year. Yep. For 50 years. And you know he had to slow down at some point. So he's probably doing like 20, 20 a year. I don't know why I'm yeah. shooting free throws. But it's like... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's, he's putting up shots. And you know... I'm sorry. This is... No, no. You're I'm good. making you're light good. of no. it. But you know these victims he wasn't just like hitting and quitting he's probably like he had some go-to's so it's like oh my god i'm gonna stop you right there (laughs) thank you thank you basically people that he he knew he could yes that's what i'm saying yeah and he's still Uh, putting up numbers you you had to have known i was gonna watch that as soon as i saw i knew it was coming out because that and then well the show that i watched recently and i know it's not so i read the book when it first came out, and this was like, when did this come out? Let me make sure I get this. Because well, I read it when it first came out because I was obsessed with Japanese culture. What does this like got to do? appropriating or anything. Oh, yeah. What does this got to do with Japanese culture? But anyway. No, I, it's, uh, you were talking, we're talking about stuff that, uh, you know, we watch real quick, but. Well, uh, while you do that, I had no idea about this guy. I never heard of him. That's how I just go into a tunnel. For years, where I, I just don't pay attention, and I know that's what the big government wants. They don't want people to be. <laughs> I think I found out 2013 about Jimmy. Oh, Sullivan. so you've known for a long time. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, because it came out, and I think most of it came out in 2012. And then I was listening to a podcast, and they brought it up, uh, which was the last podcast on the left were okay. the ones that brought it up. It's no, I uh, I read this book. Uh, not to get too far off topic, uh, did you see Tokyo Vice? That's the show you like. Dude, it is so fucking good. It's better than Winning I, Time? I yes. Dude. Uh, winning Time is good because I love that story. The Magic Johnson story and everything. Like, I love that story. I love that era of basketball. That yeah. in 90s, Michael Jordan, that whole Larry Johnson. I love all that. 
But this, like, I read the book back in 2009, and I've been obsessed with, like, you know, I'm obsessed with true crime and whatnot, but I'm obsessed with the Yakuza. I don't know, the whole, what they were originally meant for and kind of how it was perverted. Um, yeah, it's always... Listening. I, I completely agree with everything that you guys do, other than the murder. I'm a little against murder, but that's not it. <laughs> it always starts <laughs> off with, we're going to help our people, and then it always gets perverted. So I'm going to assume it started off that way, maybe? It basically is to defend the weak and beat up the strong. A gang. And Yeah, that's what they became. It was like clans, more or less. And then they became a little more organized in the, I think, 80s, 90s. But this took place in 1999 through like he was there 1999 to almost 2009 is when he wrote the book but he was still involved with the yakuza and it's he's an american hey, who who are we talking about uh jake adelston okay is, like he's the, the the author who's also in it but he basically was involved with the japanese under like the underbelly you know underground yakuza and all this stuff in the tokyo police department and I'm assuming that this is the first season because it takes place over a massive amount of time. And then he ends up getting involved with the Yakuza in the book. What, so, do, you mean, what do you mean getting involved? <clears throat> like he becomes uh, like a he, captain or something? I don't know if he becomes a Yakuza, but like there have been like Vice documentaries where he's in and he's introducing them to Yakuza members. Okay. So it's not like the mafia. The, the Wait ma- a minute. Hold on real quick. So Bay City... Ladies and gentlemen, Don and I are going to Bay City, Michigan, home Ooh, of the Bay hookers. City Babes. Not really. <laughs> I think it's just a fucking a redheaded lady that probably has skin tags like these behind me. Gross. And uh, oh, what is it? Uh, C-section scar. But uh, we're going there. We're hanging out. What? <laughs> we're going there. We're hanging out. We're going to be recording a bunch of episodes, being really super creative. Yeah, we want to let you guys know because we're trying to do whatever we can to get you as listeners. Whether or not Don has to spread them cheeks, he's willing and able. (laughs) And by the way, we normally save this to the end. But yes, please, please, please share, subscribe, rate us. Five stars, of course. None of that four, three, and two shit. Fake. All I care about is just say something. Say something. Nah, you ain't gotta say. If you ain't got time to say anything, just rate us a five. If you're listening, if you're listening, rate it and say poop on it. That's Ooh. all. Just put poop, and that means you are listening, and you are an A plus student with amateur skills, special podcast. Yay! <laughs> and we have a devoted, albeit. Am I saying that right? Albeit, yeah, albeit. Yeah. A very small and devoted fan base. Because I'm going to take you guys behind the curtain. I'm taking you guys behind the curtain. Under the dress. Under the dress. Right up under there. It's very small. We we got like a devoted class of maybe 20 to 30 people who consistently listens to our show. So for those people, for our family to grow, we need you guys to share, 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 share. Because nobody else really knows this little podcast. And in order for us to grow, we need your help. So, just like what Bernie Sanders say, I'm asking you one more time. Can you please share our show? Thank you. 
and good night. I mean, on with the show. What are we talking about? Kid rape. What? <laughs> I said, what yeah. were we talking about? Kid raped. Kid, ra- kid rape. Henry, Jesus. what's his name? Jeremy Savile. Jimmy Savile. I was close. Jimmy Savile. Jimmy Savile. Like I said, he, he kind of had, I said it right. Jimmy Savile kind of had that uh, He-Man haircut, to be honest with you. If you see the picture in my background, and the guy came off as very flamboyant. I almost thought he was kind of hiding something, even back then. But you see all these pictures, all these celebrities, the Beatles, introducing the Rolling Stones. And I'm like, like I said, man, I was starstruck because I've never heard of this man. He was like Will Ferrell and Ric Flair to me before all of those guys. And come to find out, of course, as you watch this documentary on Netflix, this guy was a fucking monster. And I'm not trying to compare terrible shit with other terrible shit, but 400 people in 50 years, like he was still doing the shit. Even he's after the Michael I was Jordan, born. the Michael Jordan of rapists. No, he's the Will Chamberlain of, <laughs> of Chamberlain of rapists. Like the hundred point game, that's him. And the fact is, you see it with Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, or Gary Glitter. It's like they do all. And Gary of, Glitter was his best friend too. Like they were hanging out. They were fucking bosom buddies. Did you see the interview or when he had Gary Glitter on the show and he like said some like coded shit to him and they were going back yeah. and forth. It was like, oh, yeah. oh my God, it's right there. It's right there. He was like, yeah, so what are you doing? You, you, What are you doing after the show? You doing, oh, you know, I'm messing with this girl. And like, oh, you are, huh? Like, yeah, we are, right? He's like, oh, yeah, I guess we are. I'm like, the way they said it, oh, my God, it's right there in black and white. It's right there on footage. But my whole point is, usually with those characters, those terrible people, they have people, like, helping them. And in this show, in this documentary, I noticed they didn't really, like, point that out. Like, oh, yeah, so-and-so was... Well, they kind of did with the cops. Mm -hmm. The local cops, he used to live in Leeds. Is it Leeds? Yes. Leeds. It's like uh, northern UK. Right. Like Yorkshire, that kind of area. The What is it? The armpit of Europe. So he would have meetings with the local cops at his flat. And that's another thing that struck me. Like, this motherfucker had flats and apartment places all over uh, the UK. Like, he called them his bases. I know I don't want to ruin the whole documentary for people who watch this, but, like, this guy was I think was people the... get the gist of it. <laughs> yeah, they get the gist. I just, I was blown away, Aaron. I'm lost for words. I'm lost for words. How he was able to operate and pick, like, his victims and how... Oh, I can tell you how helpless you, they were. You more or less you appease to power, and power helps you do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. He was untouchable because all he had to do was call on you know the royal family or whatnot, Prince Slippery Dick Charles, and <laughs> he was giving you know, him advice on like yeah. on political matters or whatever. Like yeah, Jesus, speech, because Charles can't fucking speak for himself. It's like the the strongest person in that royal family is the queen. And once she goes, well, there goes the uh, monarchy or whatever the fuck that. What is that? What I, are they? I think you still, you think you said it right. I ain't trying to be funny, though. Ain't she like 120? Like, she's old. 
Oh yeah, she's and that's not breaking news, but it's like, damn. She's she's uh she's on her way out. Is a nice way of putting. She's on she's on the back nine. Yeah, she's. <laughs> yeah, she's she's heading towards the the club bar to uh, get her fucking hot dog and uh, coke. She's getting her tab. Right, yeah, I gotcha. But I don't know, man. Shit. How about we get away from child rape? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I don't know how to pivot towards. Um, let's talk about else. Walt Disney. What? Ugh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But that's. I wanted to bring it up because that's still. It's a really good documentary. It is. It's really good. And the fact that I didn't know what to expect because I didn't know anything about it, I wasn't disappointed. I didn't read a book or anything. It was just like, what the? Who is this fucking guy? I yeah. never heard of this man. And I'm, I see why. They got rid of that motherfucker's headstone, too, at the end. I'm like, oh. Yep. No, they had to get rid of it because people kept destroying it. Good. Going through the, the fucking cemetery. And I think I looked it up to see where he was buried. But I'm not I'm not exactly sure where he's buried. I think it was Leeds. I think it was his Is it? hometown base. Or I, I, I think they had to move it from originally where it was. Uh, people were praising the shit out of him. And then all of a sudden that comes out. And just like because he did technically help a lot of people. Yeah, I I would be remiss to not say it. However, it doesn't make up for the amount of rape. Yes, devastation, <laughs> rape, and four hundred people. It's probably scratching the surface. It's probably a lot of people that didn't even come forward. No, they're 100%. dead. Maybe a lot of a lot of the time too. What people don't realize is. Uh, the only reason why I know this because I've read up on like the Oakland Child County killer and everyone that was involved with that. The island where this fucking rich dude took kids or Boy Scouts to go camping. But Jeez. this happened in Michigan. And then you also have uh, what happened at the Franklin cover up in Omaha, Nebraska, which was another thing that came out. One of the, the kids. Fuck. You know, we're already on this subject because this happened in 1990. The other one happened in the 60s and was tied to the Oakland Child County Killer. But the Franklin cover-up dealt with a sex ring that was involved with a gentleman named Larry King. He's a very flamboyant black Republican that... His name was Larry King. His name was Larry King, yeah. Uh, I think he's still around. I think he, like, I don't know, runs Bennigan's or something. And um, is still Bennigan's out? <laughs> probably. He probably runs it. The, either that or an Applebee's. Nothing I love Applebee's. against Applebee's. I know you love it, but yeah, no. There was uh, these child sex rings. They, they go on all over the place. They're more prevalent in you know first world countries because I don't know they is politicians like getting their fucking. That. We we had we had a little bit of a discussion on the last episode where it was like the sex parties. Yeah. Well, these parties involved old white men diddling kids this Bianchi he was one of the kids that had said that this was going on Larry King had been doing this not newscaster Larry King but like I said big black Republican named Larry King was he big and, has, was he big and black he was big and black he and uh, should had we like, before um, you before I, I know you're on, a, you're on a roll right here you're on a roll is this one of those moments where I should put a big old fat allegedly around this. Is this or is this? Well, I don't know because uh, I'm going to do it anyway. Allegedly, (laughs) uh, Bianchi, uh, the kid that was a part of this, he actually won a civil suit. So the judge believed what he was saying. 
but not criminal. That's a civil. Yep. Well, the thing was is that they gaslit these people. Mm-hmm. This there was also a Troy Bonner. Well, it actually looks like Boner with that terrible, but Troy Bonner and then Alicia Owens. Mm-hmm. These people were all involved in this sex ring that took place like in the 80s, involved politicians, allegedly high AIDS in the Bush Reagan era. Possibly Bush was linked to one of these parties. <laughs> That's uh, George H. Bush. Yeah. And then there's a book about it. It's called Franklin Cover-Up. It's written by John DeCamp. John DeCamp passed away in 2017. This is just stuff I keep in my head. I keep this stuff in my head. <laughs> it doesn't go. It doesn't leave. Who's that guy that got hung? He hung himself. Oh, he... Epstein. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Our, our Jewish so friend, oh, Epstein, okay. Prince Andrew. Yeah, okay. that's who I was talking about. Ghislaine Maxwell. I know all about this shit because it's so fucked up. And it all, you can uh, go back years to even Ben Franklin's time. They were fucking diddling kids, allegedly. Fuck I know a lot that. of people love They ben diddled Franklin. us. They diddled my whole fucking ancestors. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just read a history book. It's some diddling. The Native yeah, Americans. A they lot did- of diddling. Oh, yeah. A lot of diddles. A lot, a of, lot of white European. Like, just think. And I always go back, and I said this about John Adams. Like, just think of the smell. Think of how their balls smell. I don't want to think, think of that. <laughs> As they're diddling? Ugh. I don't want to think about that. Just a fucking, you know, the... Ugh. Do you think they had, like, a good workout regimen back then? Because every time I look at those old paintings, they all look like they had the beer belly. So it seems like outside of black people, because we had to, nobody was in shape. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it had to do mostly their diets. They didn't have like enough, their stomachs were descended. Whereas, you know, you guys being natural athletes. <laughs> I'm done. So at the auction, I, w- I wonder. No, I'm not kidding. I wonder if you get picked first. <laughs> Nah, I'm not going there. <laughs> a number one. Well, yeah, I'm just thinking like the guy who's announcing. So he was like David Stern back then. He's like, what's the first pick? The 1820 draft. We have James Walcott with the first pick. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> oh man. And then like, like I could just see like a uh, like an ESPN production like. Oh, Jimmy Walcott. He plowed all this cotton last year. He averaged 30. 30 loads a day. Look at his legs. Look at the tone. He's a credit to his race. This anyway. is brought to you by the Cotton Gin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that a breaking news. Oh, Jimmy, he broke his leg. Oh, he's out for the season, which means he's he's dead. But man, See, I this didn't... is what you you have to you have to laugh at this terrible. Oh, it's fucking horrible. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Nobody's that's going to watch this is probably going to laugh, but it's. If you don't, some laugh. people might. It, it'll probably be the. It'll probably be a couple white dudes that are laughing a little, a little bit, bit too much. Hard. <laughs> yeah, like you. What are you laughing at? Well, this I'm is horrible. I'm not laughing that hard. Probably. <laughs> yeah. No, it is horrible. We're talking about slavery. After school special podcast. But these things we've been observing. <laughs> I'm not observing, but I, I watched the, the documentary <laughs> and then my head spiraled. It is what it is, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 
But you, so you didn't see fucking Batman, which oh God, I had a whole thing prepared. No, I didn't. But I had I had emotions. I know you it. wanted to talk about Batman, but it. Well, what I, have I'm you heard? To see. Well, it looks really good. I, I think uh, Colin Farrell has the penguin and whatnot. Yeah, I that agree. Looks pretty fantastic. Paul Dano or whatever his name is. Paul Dano. 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 Um, as the Riddler, I find interesting. He's a really good actor. <laughs> the one thing that I wasn't sure about was Robert Pattinson, but everyone says that he's amazing. Okay. No? You don't think so? It wasn't his fault. I know I keep saying that. Almost like when a basketball player plays bad. Like, oh, it wasn't his fault. The coach wanted him to do this. But it, it's kind of true for me. Because I feel like it's just another version where they don't know. They don't get Batman. They don't get Bruce Wayne. They don't get him. They keep trying to like make him over to something that he's not. And mm-hmm. in this movie, without giving it away... There's no discernible difference between Bruce Wayne and Batman. And I heard the director, Matt Reeves, say that that's exactly what he wanted. He wanted in year two for Batman or Bruce Wayne to be like a drug addict. But the drug is being Batman and he can't turn it off. He's an insomniac. Mm -hmm. He can't go to sleep. And they do portray that very well in this movie. However, if you know Batman... Bruce Wayne is the mask. Batman is who he really is. So when he's Bruce Wayne, he acts a certain way to like give, like put everybody off his scent. And in this movie, there's no discernible difference. It's like, okay, it doesn't take a world's best detective to understand. Like this guy is literally as Bruce Wayne, he's acting just like Batman. Like he might as well be wearing a cape right now. Where in other movies, like Michael Keaton or Christian Bale, when he's in public, he's acting like a schmuck, like a white-collar playboy. Yeah. It's all an act. It's an act. But in this movie, he's acting like emo guy. And is like, dog, come on, dude. Give me give me a few. Give me a smirk. Can you give me a yeah. smirk? Damn. And I'm sorry, I'm loud. But the, and the way they portrayed Alfred, I didn't like it. I don't know, man. It's a lot of Alfred. The dude that plays Ulysses Claw in Black Panther. I can't think of the guy's name. Oh, plays Gollum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great actor, but they they played his importance down too, which I did not like. Jeffrey Wright, who plays Jim Gordon, which was basically like his, you know, his. It was kind of like a buddy buddy film in a lot of ways, and he plays his partner. A loose, you know, loosely. I wasn't a big fan of his the way he portrayed Jim Gordon. I know I thought it was really funny when he just punched him out of nowhere, but I didn't get the context because I haven't seen the movie. He just punches him in the face. Does that happen? He it's but, it was a thing. It wasn't it wasn't what you see in the. He needed preview. to get away, so he needed to show. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah see, you got it. It was, it was yeah. like okay. You gotta do this so I can get it. Everyone's yeah. Everyone's telling me how great this movie is, but I just don't. Everyone, it's okay. It's just okay. Yeah. Jeffrey Wright, in the last two or three like acting roles, he always seems confused. Like, what? How do you do this? Why? What do you do? Like every fucking Westworld, he acts the same. Like befuddled, 
but he's like doing this whole Columbo thing where it's like, all right, I get what you're doing, but you've done this in the last fucking two things I've seen you in. Like, can you stop being confused? God damn it. But I don't know. (laughs) Maybe I was just, I wasn't even in a bad mood, but that's another thing. I drank a little bit and this movie's so long, I had to pee at least once. And when I came back, I don't think I missed anything. I really don't. The bright spots was the penguin, to be honest with you. I've never seen the penguin. Was he in it that long, or was it just a... Mm, um, he was in it uh, just enough. I liked it. Okay. Actually, he he left me wanting more. Like, whoo. He was unrecognizable. Unrecognizable. I loved it. I loved I loved. It. It's an actual car chase scene in there, which yeah. normally in anything, I hate car chase scenes. It's, so, it's a waste of time. Like, come on. You're going to either catch them or you're going to get away. Who gives a fuck? They're not very interesting. Seeing cars like Transformers. Who gives a fuck? But this one was really good. I give it a lot of credit. And Paul Dano as... Am I saying that right? Dano? Yep. Yeah, Dano or Dano. I can't remember. Great actor. Love him in There Will Be Blood. I know he's been in other shit, but... That ain't the Riddler, dude. I don't... I mean, I'm, I'm cool with them, like, changing him to fit the movie but it was just like okay come on <laughs> give me a fucking break dude the the riller is just going around taking people out that way that doesn't i don't putting a that. little riddle at the end of it yeah I don't know. Like, and at the end it. honestly i can count on one hand how like how many people <sighs> that's not true well i was gonna say how many people batman actually saved but at the end i guess he did he became a beacon of hope instead of a beacon of vengeance. I hope I'm not giving. I don't think I'm giving anything away. But it's just like it's just one big slog to the end. And see that it doesn't interest me that like. So I think why people loved it so much. Wait, what you say? I said why people loved it so much. I didn't say white people <laughs> loved it so much. I didn't say that. <laughs> I know because like, it did sound like that. It did kind of a little bit. No, I, I think it was because they had Ben Affleck before, which he wasn't terrible. He was but... amazing. Oh, well, not amazing. He was he no, was great he to was me. He was great. I thought Christian he was great. Bale was the best. Christian Bale was the best Batman we've had ever. Hundred percent overall, yes. But I had some issues with Bale. I had some issues. I thought uh, once again they're not getting that. I need a little bit of Keaton in you. Just a little bit where it's like, all right, I know I'm too much. Like, (laughs) Uh, yeah, you're right. But I I thought Affleck in his short stint as Batman, I think he got it. He's an older Batman. He's been through the wars. So at a certain point in those movies, I felt like he didn't take himself as serious as Bale. Or it's like, all right, bro. Like, can, can you... It was the direction, too. It wasn't all his fault. But it was just certain aspects of Batman. Like, Batman is funny without trying to be funny. And I don't think a lot of people get that. I think Batman is funny. He's dry <clears throat> funny. And that that's not important to me, but I need them to stop portraying Batman as a fucking robot. Certain points well, he is. I, I think that's what makes it funny. Because, you know, like if someone tells a joke or something, he doesn't get it. Therein lies humor. I think sometimes. he gets it. He just doesn't laugh. 
Yeah, which he's dark and brooding, which makes it hilarious when someone makes a joke and he doesn't get it. I don't think Batman should be funny. I think... Not intentionally funny, no. Not intentionally funny. Yeah. He should be highly intelligent, brilliant. A lot of the things that I just didn't see in this movie. Like, I need at least... I don't need a Rocky montage of you working out, but damn, man, can you give me a push-up? At least Christian Bale... I think in the first movie you can oh okay he doing some push ups all right yeah he just drops down and he did a pup, 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 yeah pup. he did a Ben Affleck he did this extreme uh, Iron Man shit I was like oh hell yeah well that that was the Rocky the fucking getting stronger yes give me what like you trying to have me believe that this man just goes out put on a suit and fights people no show me that this guy is working out bro. This guy is jogging at night or something. I don't know. And how important Alfred is. He's just not a caretaker. This guy is a father figure. And Alfred in his own right is a bad motherfucker. He used to be in the comic lore a spy with the British intelligence. Yeah. With, uh, MC, M, what, what am I trying to say? M6. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MI6. MI6, I think is what it actually is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they did introduce something new in the movie that they've introduced in the show Gotham and, and other incarnations that wasn't mm-hmm. in the film. Like his parents, the angle of them not being as peachy clean as they have peachy been. Peachy keen. what I say? Clean? Peachy clean. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's enough about Batman. Whatever. You don't give a fuck. But Adam West was the best Batman. Anywho, <laughs> by far, yeah, by far. But are you going to see it in theaters? Are you going to go? No. <laughs> Did I ruin it for you? Come on. No, no. I, it's coming out like in a week and uh, less than a week stupid. on HBO Max. And wow. what is it? I'm going to take the kids to go see Sonic because I can't take them to go see Batman. They freaked out when I took them to see Black Widow. There was human trafficking in it. So, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. You think you know. they actually got that? Because I don't know oh, if 100%. I hundred percent. My uh, daughter was about to like I could see it in her face. She was freaking uh, out. And then my son was like, "Yeah, Dad, that was kind of scary." And I'm like, "Whatever, it's a Marvel movie." And then I'm like thinking back, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, no, I, I definitely scared the shit out of him with that." Well, one hundred percent. Don't let him fucking <laughs> don't watch see, this man, shit. Man, yeah. It's- see, I was seeing that. So as kids. And I don't know what your mom did. Like, I went to go. Wait, no, you told me like you went to go see the R-rated movies and stuff. My mom wouldn't take us to see R-rated movies, but we saw like Cliffhanger and uh, Demolition Man when we were kids. All those movies, in a sense, but she never took us. Like she didn't take us to go see Showgirls or something like that. No, I didn't, no, 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 no. It, then the thing about that, my mom took me to those movies because she didn't have a setter. She was a single mom, and she didn't have a life. And you know, like I said, back in the day, my mom acted and was into that type of stuff. So I think as an outlet, she at least wanted to experience going to the movies and with yeah. her son because I was her best friend. So, yeah, I would go see those movies. I just think I was so gullible or just I think I would even go to sleep. The only thing she would do is when like titties and ass or like x-rated stuff would come up on the screen she would cover my eye like okay whatever i wouldn't fight her it was like i would just eat keep eating my gummy bears like yeah okay cool man that's awesome 
I loved going to the movies. My kids don't like doing it. I don't understand it. Why? I love going to the what movies. What do they think is nap time or something? No, it's just they don't get it. And it's like, oh, my son like <laughs> pouts about it. And then uh, what was it? the last movie I took him to go see was Sing 2. Like, I don't get to take him. I'm waiting to see like what movie I can take him to go see and we can all enjoy it. Like, I, I don't know. I'm hoping they get old enough and they're into film. I could take him like a Bong Joon-ho film whatever he does next or like another scorsese film i don't know he's getting up there yeah isn't he like 83 i'm hoping that we yeah i don't think he's gonna do another mobster movie that's for sure i honestly think you're right i think that was the end the irishman was the last one because the way he sent off joe pesci in that movie like i mean his character did it but like a wave goodbye because that was he retired after that right i mean he was technically retired before that but that was like i still watch it the thing is i still watch it even though i don't i don't really like it's not my favorite of his but i still watch it you know a 60 year old robert de niro pretending to be a 30 year old okay fucking grocer i'm sorry that that was so bad yeah yeah (laughs) i saw i was watching it i think annie was like because it was the day before thanksgiving and i'm watching it and i i bought all this italian food because that's what I do uh, whenever I watch <laughs> Goodfellas or something, or I'll get a pizza and, and fucking do that. So it was it was a, a great night until that scene came up. And I'm like, why didn't you just hire someone younger to do it? And you shoot it from a different angle. It was the dumbest thing. Or how about this, Aaron? And I know you might push back on this, but the guy who plays the Punisher who's been in Scorsese films. He was in yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. He was in Walking Dead. I can't think of the guy's name right now. You know, oh, John Bernthal. Why couldn't he have played, or somebody like him, have played the younger version of De Niro? And just kind of like what he did in Goodfellas. He had a younger guy play. Um, 100%. Just do that. I, I 100% agree. The only thing is you couldn't use a John Bernthal because what it was is... I can't remember his oh, name. Oh, well, yeah, he's Irish. And- he, yeah, he's Irish. Yeah. He actually had, like, strawberry blonde hair, oh, where okay. De Niro has, yeah, which I might watch that this weekend. I might watch it It's in tomorrow, my rotation. Actually. When I get, like, as I'm winding down from my drinking night, I can't go to sleep yet because I'm still a little too drunk, and I'm too I'm too afraid to go to sleep because I think I might get sick. So I'll might just... Might get the spins. Yeah, so I'll just stay up, rehydrate, eat something, and I'll have either Goodfellas on or The Irishman. And I'll just watch that until I go to sleep. But yeah, that's... That's why we're best friends, man. I know. <laughs> I saw Space Jam 2. <laughs> did, you see, did you actually see it? I did watch it. My kids watched it and did- they told me to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> they were not... And that's at home. Finish it. We didn't even finish it. You saw it at home, right? It was only... Yeah. 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 yeah, they were not. They were not interested. We watched half of it because Tasmanian Devil and Marvin the Martian. They love that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It just wasn't the same. Wasn't the same. No, well, no Bill Murray for one. And then they threw like all the cameos they could think of, like all the shit that they that WB Warner Brothers owned. They're like, yeah. all right, let's just throw it in. I think they knew well, like this movie sucks, so we're gonna need to help it out. <laughs> it's, yeah. It didn't help. Well, some of it. They did. saw Ready Player One, and they're like, "We should do that." Yeah, even it was like in the the fucking book, and but with like, LeBron, yeah, put, yeah, with LeBron trying to real like really, really trying really hard to act 
It was a bad where Michael too. Jordan. Michael Jordan didn't give a shit, and I thought that was the charm of it. Like he just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, just here to sell Wheaties and fucking Hanes T-shirt. But and that's it. <laughs> well, yeah, and the thing about it, the soundtrack was better, albeit again another despicable person did the sound well was a huge part of that soundtrack but the soundtrack was just better it's the, oh, act- the original yeah, the original space jam yes but I'm, just, I'm just saying because i'm a musical guy like that amplified the movie a little bit more to me and then i think the script was just bad man they the yeah. things they had lebron say it was like i don't care who you are like how is he gonna make that better a better line especially for a bad actor a bad actor but he's, it's not his fault they gave yeah. him stupid lines i would have rather the director said hey what would lebron say in this in this case in this instant in this situation what would you say to make it more natural it didn't sound like that's something that he would say and they yeah. surrounded him with decent actors i don't know his uh the, the guy who played dom his kid but Everybody was okay. It was just really the the script was bad. LeBron was bad, and yeah, he deserved that Razzie. But at least oh, he you got won- a Razzie. Yeah, at least he <laughs> won one award this year. Jesus yeah, Christ! Good that, for him. Yeah, good good for him. <laughs> he should have went to get it because, like I said, it, that this Lakers season was oh, Jesus Christ. Well, it, do you blame it as like a a team as a whole, or possibly? Uh, you know, Russell, are we getting uh, into this? I don't. Well, just a little Sports bit. Sports on this show, yes. Well, a lot of it. To what answer is it, your Russell, question, uh, Westbrook. Yeah, Westbrook. Oh my God! Did you see the clips of fans at saying other? That? Not only saying it, but like when he was like shooting like opposing arenas, they would cheer because they're like, "Oh yay, he's open! Shoot!" Because they know he's gonna miss it. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god, I didn't know that. Yes. That's insane. And then when he was in his own arena, he was at not the forum, but now they call it crypto.com arena, whatever the fuck it is. When he was open and he was about to shoot, the crowd was like, No, no, no man. <laughs> Jesus. I've yeah, he's never seen season. that. He's had a very rough season. Yeah, they got the coach fired. And it was LeBron's maneuvering to get Russell Westbrook on that team. So he's like the pseudo GM for his own team, which before this season, it wasn't a bad idea. I mean, you see Tom Brady basically doing that in the last Tampa few years. Bay. Yeah, with Tampa Bay. And allegedly yeah. he was supposed to go to, he wasn't going to retire. Allegedly, I heard on another podcast, he was going to not only go to Miami Dolphins, but he was going to be either part owner of them or he was going to be like the president and maybe even play for them because in the retirement speech he never said i'm retiring he just said i'm leaving tampa bay and he's saying goodbye to tampa bay but the whole michael brian flores the guy that used to be the coach of the miami dolphins he filed that you know that lawsuit against the nfl so that kind of ruined Brady's plan and that's when he piv- oh, okay. he pivoted back to Tampa Bay. That's Tampa the Bay. yeah, that's the rumor because and it makes total sense. It makes total sense. But yes, the Lakers sucked this year although 
LeBron had one of his best seasons he's ever had. He averaged over 30 at the age of 37 years old. That's unheard of. Uh, nobody's ever done that. So I'm still a fan of his, man. He's probably number two all time. You know, that's what it is. But this whole season, it goes on his resume. It, it does. Mm-hmm. It does. You didn't make the playoffs. This is your worst season since you've been in the league. So, and this is the team you wanted. A bunch of old, broke down all-stars. So, yep. what can you do? But I haven't been following uh, Brooklyn as to what, what they had kind of had like a super team, but they got like Blake Griffin, Kyrie. <laughs> uh, super team. <laughs> yeah. I don't Blake know. They, that's all they are now are super teams, right? Or at least that's what everyone was saying, like with the Brooklyn Nets and, and the Lakers. You had like KD and then what? Yeah, they're a super uh, team because of in Philadelphia. Because of Philadelphia? Okay. What, uh, Ben Simmons? <laughs> wow, you're really behind. No, Ben Simmons no. got traded to. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to relate <laughs> hey, to my friend. We're, we're, I'm trying. <laughs> and I appreciate it. We're talking sports on the show. And we lost probably, what I say? We got 30 people who listen to the show consistently. Probably lost 20 of them. But, ah, fuck this shit. Wow, <laughs> fucking Schwartz. Back in my day. Um, but anyway, yeah, no, he got traded to the New Jersey Nets for not Russell Westbrook. New Jersey Nets? Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. Okay, in the Schwartz. <laughs> Can't even get the shit right. Yes, he got traded to the Brooklyn Nets for uh, Harden, James Harden. James Harden is on Philadelphia now with Embiid. So, oh shit, okay. What's that? Yeah, they might face each other in the playoffs, uh, which the is playoffs? Be weird because Ben Simmons basically has been out this whole time. You kidding me? Playoffs reasons, and then eventually he said he had a back problem, which makes no sense because he wasn't playing for a whole year. Like, how did you get a back problem? However. He didn't want to play for Philadelphia. He set out. He lost money, and they traded his ass. And then when he got to Brooklyn, he still didn't play. So, what gonna... the fuck? What is he doing? First, he was citing mental health, and then he was like, "Oh, my back." And then we were, and then people were speculating, like, "How the fuck are you getting back problems? You haven't played." Yeah. Um, sports. Well, actually, we should probably, as much as we're talking about sports, uh, we <laughs> well, probably... Space Jam, so. Space Jam Sports. Yeah. We should probably end it because I am uh, starting to get my sundowners. And sundowners? It, it's something that uh, it's people that have dementia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, what is it? Uh, Biden. Biden has it. I can see that. You know, we're talking about Russian. Russian. You know, listen, Jack. <laughs> listen, listen here. It's back in my day. We went to the swimming pool and. Uh, Grandma Patty made us peanut butter sandwiches, and uh, I fondled my cousin uh, Janice. Listen, Jack. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sticks it. Sticks the dismount. But my son likes foot jobs. <laughs> <laughs> That's all, man. Hunter Biden. Cheers to you, my friend. Cheers. Cheers. Rate and subscribe. And also, you know, we have a website that I haven't really been putting a lot of love in lately, but I still update. So with all our platforms, you can still listen to our episodes and 
past blogs, written blogs by Staff Man on there. AfterSchoolSpecial.com. We're on YouTube. We're getting a lot of views on YouTube all of a sudden. So Yeah, come join the watching party. Yeah. Um, and then we're on Twitter, AfterSchoolSP3. Right. Was that S-P-E-3. right? S-P-E-3. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of followers on that. Join the party on there. Instagram, not so many. Um, you know, we're trying. Yeah. Uh, I can't win them all. <laughs> no, nah, not every every episode or everything is going to be a home run, but that's okay. But, you know, talk to us. Even if, like, I, I love a lot of the, like, uh, a lot of my friends have been posting on there or sending us messages and saying that they really enjoy it. And it, it means a lot, you know, it just, uh, or even say like, hey, I fucking hate you guys. You should all burn in hell for what you say. You know, send that too. Remember, if you did listen this time, write poop anywhere on the Twitter, email, Instagram. Just let us know that you're listening and that it's not just my mom and Don's mom and, mom and Staff listen. Man's mom. Well, actually, yeah, no, if if uh, your mom listened to it, she she probably wouldn't uh, love me as much as she She does. hears the sound bites, definitely, and she enjoys that. So I give her credit on that. Well, that's good. No, it is. So, yes, share, share, share so we can grow and grow, grow and grow, grow. And that's all I got. It was Uh, one more thing I wanted to say. And damn it, I can't think of it. I think it was kind of important. Easter? No. Oh, no. But you kind of reminded me. April 7th, 2001. We've been doing this podcast for a year, guys. So, thank you, Wait. guys. Yes, yes. April 7th, April 2001. 7th, That's the first episode that we put out into the world. That was our baby. 2021. What'd I say? 2001. Twice. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Hey, guys. It's Aaron. You think you could do me a big fave? Wherever you're listening to this right now, rate and subscribe. Find new episodes where you listen to podcasts and look for us on all the social media sites and Gmail at After School Special Podcast at Gmail, After School Special Podcast at Instagram and Facebook, and After School SPE3 on Twitter. He's like, what the first pick? The 18 20 draft. James Walcott with the first pick. (laughs) That's not funny.